Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing this morning? Welcome to The Scoop over on Ice Cream Uploads right here on Twitch. You are watching us or tuning in. Well, not necessarily live if you're watching this in any of our on-demand services, but it is the 27th of October. We are about 38 days away from me wearing my Skyrim jumper the entirety of December because I don't think I got enough wear out of it last year. So this year is the year that I'm going to wear it for 25 days consecutively. It's probably not going to happen, but we're going to try. <laughs> um, but yes, this is a scoop. I, well, it's on Ice Cream Uploads. It's the UK's number one video game podcast. If you didn't know already, and we come at you live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m., now, for those of you that are in the UK, you will absolutely know that it is half past two in the afternoon. Yes, it's been a busy old day here at Ice Cream, uh, Ice Cream Upload slash Jelly Media. Um, we are in the midst of it as you, well, for those of you that play video games, you'll know that working towards the holiday period is probably the most busiest time of the year. It just feels like it's been relentless. Loose. You'll have like the entire winter period. It'll be quite busy. And then you'll probably get like a couple of months of just a few things coming out. Then the ramp up to like E3 and Gamescom and stuff and there's a little bit of a lull and then you're back into the winter period again this year it has been manic like it's just been non-stop and it just seems to be getting busier and busier which is great because it absolutely kits me in a job um so yeah, that's that's the reason why they're, they're, the streams have been a little bit more sporadic um, over the last couple of weeks or so, but that's because we genuinely have to get our, obviously we have to get our work stuff done first before we end up coming live and giving you or treating you to a podcast each and every single weekday. For the last two days, obviously that hasn't been the case. So a little bit of a lie on our end saying that we're coming at you each and every single weekday, but we just genuinely don't have time at this moment in time. So I'm glad that we're able to get on for you today and be able to give you something of a dollop, which is usually just one person going through the video game news that we've been able to scrape together for you so that you're not left with nothing that's right nothing um well great i don't know if you well you guys would have tuned into graham's chasing crates with mates stream last night i imagine um it, it, graham has got uh, graham flies tomorrow morning um so it will just be me doing the scoop on monday and tuesday next week uh, sorry friday and monday so expect to see some sort of streams going on over that time Sandwiched in between that, though, sandwiched in between that is going to be our first ever proper golf stream. Not the video game kind, not the one where I'm testing out my camera to see how long it lasts for or anything like that. We are going all in. I have got a new camera tripod, so I'll be able to put it onto my golf buggy as we go around Duckingfield Golf Club, which is my home golf club. However, there is a very small caveat with that, and it's news that I've just found out now. One of the lads can't play, and it's a four ball better ball. So it might not be at Ducky. We may end up having to move the event elsewhere because one guy's been called into work on Saturday. We need four players to play in that tournament. Unless we can find someone who's comfortable enough to be in front of the camera, I don't just want to get some random person from the golf club. That's the only issue. Because I don't know if they would be happy with us filming them and their golf swing. The people that I usually play with, absolutely happy with that. They'd, they'd fucking love it. That we was going to get mic'd up and stuff. It was going to be great. But if we have someone external from the group that might end up being a sticking point because they might end up getting angry that we're filming and we're taking the piss because we, we play with our friends, do you know what I mean? You When you go out to do team sports and things, you want to have a laugh and things. But if you're playing with someone who you don't know, that becomes a little bit of a sticking point. So it may not be a ducky. We may have having just play on a... Um, I think it's a municipal course where it's just government owned rather than it being a private one. So you can just pay your green fee, hop on and go and do whatever you want. 
I'm fairly certain that might end up being the case unless this person now doesn't have to go into work um, on Saturday. But yeah, you will get some golf content regardless. It might just not be at the place where I said it's going to be. Obviously, you'll be able to, I'll be able to tell you later on. Maybe today, definitely tomorrow, we'll find out whether or not it's going to be at Ducky or not. But we will be giving you some golf content. This is exactly... We've been waiting to put this on for a while now because I haven't been playing golf all that often. Um, basically, since my boy's been born, I've probably played golf like six times this year where, it, where I was playing twice a week up until he was uh, until he's been born so yeah it's we will get we will be giving you some golf content this weekend this was part of obviously the subathon milestones which you guys ended up absolutely smashing way back in july um so yes if this goes well and i'm able to do what i intend in my head is going to look like then we'll obviously want to be able to do more of these for you it's just We'll see how this one goes. Um, I've got a new, I've got a new uh, power bank, so hopefully my phone won't die while we're out there. Hopefully the signal will be strong enough because I never usually drop signal around the golf course, um, even though it is in kind of in the middle of nowhere and up in the hills. Um, so yeah, hopefully fingers crossed, it will be a, a, at least three hours or three and a half hours of content for you guys as we walk around the golf course. Hopefully we'll be able to see what it's actually like up in the hills. Um, I, I think it's meant to be raining. That is also another sticking point because I will have a lot of electrical equipment with me. And if it's pissing it down, I don't know how well that will go. It might end up blowing. I'm using my old phone. I'm not using my new one. I'm a newish one. I'm using my old one. So I'm not genuinely asked if it gets broken or anything. Um, however, I try not to electrocute myself because <laughs> I've got battery panks. I'll have... Um, the lapel mics and things like that. Obviously, I don't want all of that tech getting wet and destroyed because it's a hell of a lot of money to be able to replace that stuff. So yeah, it, all, all things aside, it may end up just being no lapel mics, camera on a completely different course. Best that's best the best case scenario is obviously us play with lapel mics at my home course where I know that if people want to have a go at me or something like that, I'd probably know who it's gonna be and I can calm them down rather than some whopper who takes golf way too serious off a 32 handicap. Um but yeah. That's enough. That's enough about what this weekend streams are going to be like. You're here to listen to me talk about video games. I'm here to talk to you about video games. I can see that there's also people that have already joined us in the chat. Good morning. Sorry, good afternoon to Viv, JMK, Nietzsche, and Timeless. Uh, balls in the holes deep. Absolutely, mate. You Hopefully, I'll be able to hit at least three golf shots, good ones, while we're there. Even though it's going to be 18 holes, and if we break 100 whilst on stream... I'll be extremely happy with that. I mean, I genuinely break 100 now anyway, but the fact that I've got the added pressure of trying to perform in front of the camera, I don't know. I don't know. It, it might be a bit of a risky one. It might be a bit of a risky one, but either way, I'm super looking forward to getting out there and getting onto the course because it feels like it's been forever since me and the boys have jumped in and had a game of golf together, all four of us. So fingers crossed that'll be the case. Fingers crossed we'll be able to get that one over the line. But again, we're here to talk about video games and that's exactly what we're going to do with our lead story today. We've got four news stories. They're quite juicy ones. There was some other ones that ended up coming in later on, um, which will potentially leave until tomorrow now. And we'll just stick with the four that we've got here just to be able to make sure that the, the show is concise, as streamlined and smooth as we always intend it to be. So let's get into the first news article of today then. Uh, let's make this full screen. This has been written on VGC and it's been written by Jordan Midler and he says that Phil Spencer hits out at future Xbox console game and subscription prices increases and then written as a tagline is I think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things so it could be 
It could be testing times over on Team Green. But anyway, Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer, suggested that Xbox consoles, games and subscriptions may increase price in the future. Speaking to the Wall Street Journal Tech Live, the Xbox boss discounted, oh, sorry, discussed the console's price point as well as the proposal of charging $70 for games, something most third-party publishers and rival Sony is now doing. I think at some point, and this is a quote, by the way, I think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things, Spencer said, via the to- uh, via the the journalist Tom Warren, but it's going to be in the holiday, and we thought it would be important to maintain the prices. He added, "We we'll, we will held we've held prices on our consoles, we've held the prices on games and our subscriptions. I don't think we'll be able to do that forever, though. I do think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things." In August, citing the challenging global economic environment, Sony raised PlayStation 5 prices in Europe, Japan, and parts of North America. Following the Sony's announcement, the UK arms of both Microsoft and Nintendo told VGC that they weren't currently planning to raise any of their console prices. Microsoft so far has held firm on this, instead seeing the Xbox platform as a way to move players to its Xbox Game Pass service, which offers games for a monthly fee, including Microsoft's own first-party titles on the day of release. And then embedded in this article is the tweets that we've just been over from Tom Warren. And the article continues to, uh, with, with uh, while some third-party publishers do charge £70 or $70 because that's how currency conversion works, across both platforms, Microsoft's first-party games are, are largely priced at $60 and £50. However, due to Game Pass, the reliance on sales of individual, uh, on individual games versus the value of Game Pass has largely decreased for Microsoft, with, a number, uh, with, a, with the company no longer promoting sales numbers and instead touting the numbers of ga- users on Game Pass. Uh, this is the contrast to PlayStation, which continues to release prestige first-party titles at $70 or £70 and has so far dismissed the suggestion of putting them on their equivalent service, PlayStation Plus. Just last month, Spencer told the CNBC that he believed that it wasn't the right time to increase the prices of their consoles. We were always uh, we we're always evaluating our business going forward, so I don't think that we can ever say on anything that we won't ever do something, he said. But when we look at our consoles today, and you talked about it, the Xbox Series S and X, which uh, we think value is incredibly important. We love the position of the Series S in the market, which is our lower cost console. Over half of our new players that we're finding are coming through on the Xbox Series S. I can definitely say that we have no plans today to raise the price of our consoles, Spencer continued. We think it'll be a time when our customers are far more economically challenged and uncertain than ever. We don't think it's right to move at this point and raising our prices on our consoles. Spencer said last month that he didn't think Microsoft will be able to satisfy demand for Xbox consoles this holiday season so i do feel like the the both of them are treading over old ground there i don't think this is something that has caught people off guard we know that there wasn't likely to increase the price of their consoles because they obviously want the xbox series s to be the entry level next gen system and i do believe hand on heart that if you was to move over to a next gen system and you was previously a playstation 4 player unless you have a a massive backlog uh, of games that you yet to go through or a catalog of games that you want to be able to keep on going back to and you want to make the the move over to the next gen then obviously a playstation 5 is the way forward 
code for you with the digital console because that's the cheaper version. However, if you wasn't asked and you already have Game Pass on your PC, for instance, and you want to be able to just play your next-gen um, console on your 4K TV down in the front room, this console is capable of doing 100, uh, sorry, 10, uh, 1440p at 60 frames a second. No problems. As long as the games obviously support that, you're absolutely good to go. You can even nowadays be able to put a USB stick in the front of it and be able to play things uh, on your PlayStation 2, believe it or not. The only console out there in, in in the market that are able to play PlayStation 2 games backwards compatible on your rival console, for instance. So I do believe that it is the best way to be able to get into next-gen gaming with the Xbox Series S priced. Uh, if you want to be able to buy a refurbished one, a high-end refurbished one, you can get one for about 180 quid. If you wanted to buy one brand new, you're probably looking at about 240 maybe with a copy of FIFA or Call of Duty bundled in there. Um, but either way, I, th I think that they are definitely the best ways to be able to get into the market if you was looking for a brand new console. Um, however, with the likes of the Xbox Game Pass, which is obviously the main crux of this article, do I believe it's worth more than what it is now? Probably. And the reason I say that is because it depends on which one you have. If you just have Xbox Game Pass for your console, I think it's about £9. That is outrageous. Genuinely outrageous. If you want Xbox Ultimate, then you're able to get it on your Xbox and your console, as well as your Xbox Live bundled in with it. And I think that's about £13. It might even be cheaper than that, actually. It might even be £12. I can't remember which one it, which one it is because I pay for the Ultimate, so I'm able to switch between them both. I need to have a look. Um, but I, either way, it's still fantastic value for money if you're able to do that. Like, if you look at Netflix nowadays, I was paying £16 a month to Netflix for the 4K service and unlimited logins, I think it was. Or was it four logins or something? Whatever the maximum was, just so that I could be... A, nobody else was actually on the on the, on my Netflix. It was just me and the wife. But we obviously have TVs dotted around the house. We use our mobiles, we use our tablets. Stuff like that, you never know how many things are being logged in, especially with the boy growing up as well and wanting to watch fucking Coco Melon or some shit. Um, but yeah, having things like that, £16 is outrageous. But for bang for buck, what you're getting with, with Xbox Game Pass, I feel like even if there was to increase it to £14, £15 for Xbox Live Ultimate, not for just a single login on your Xbox, I do think that is still outrageous value for money. With the amount of games that are on there, you're getting the day one games as well. I believe, and we've been saying this for the longest time, as has everybody else, that it's the best deal in video games at this moment in time, even if there was to increase the price by maybe three or four pounds, I don't think many people are going to batter an eyelid genuinely like I, I feel like we're robbing them at this moment in time with what we pay for it but I imagine obviously if if you are looking after every single penny at this moment in time that might be a bit of a push um as well as your phone contracts maybe your sky contracts your broadband contract uh, all the other things that you may be subbed into Amazon Prime you may have to uh, travel for work which may end up costing you like £50 a week uh, if not more if you get in the train and things so yeah it's it, on the grand scheme of things, it does look like it's. It does look like if it was to increase it, it might not be as much, but I still feel like it'll be. You'll be getting your bang for buck anyway. Uh, it's no PlayStation Plus 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 though. <laughs> Kappa says Graham. I agree. It's not. Um, it's incredibly better. <laughs> yeah. If you just put them side by side, I don't think anyone's complaining. Uh, if you're on Team Green, by the way. Um, good afternoon, Graham. By the way. Um, but yeah, what do you think? What do you guys think? Do you think if you are watching this, any of our on-demand services, you're watching this on YouTube, go into the comments below. We'd love to be able to hear your opinion of it. Um, but in terms of 
if they was to increase it then by two or three pound, three pound. So you're paying for Xbox, like Xbox, um, Xbox Game Pass for the month on your Xbox. I don't know whether or not the normal Game Pass. I don't think it bundles in your Xbox Live. So say for instance, say for instance, you're playing on your Xbox. You get your Xbox Live and your Xbox Game Pass for thirteen pound a month. Would that be a viable option for you guys? Would that? Be, would do you think that that would be? Surely you're getting your value for money out of that because you'd be buying your Xbox Live anyway. And then on top of that, you might end up paying £3 more for your Xbox Game Pass. I still believe it's incredible value for money, if I'm being genuinely honest. But that's just the way that I see this. I, I don't think it, it's never going to get cheaper. It's only ever going to get more expensive. So incremental um, price points. I believe, I believe that that would be the ideal scenario um, it's just whether or not you guys as a whole would want to say I mean you're obviously never you, the way everyone see, will see this is I don't want to pay more obviously you don't want to pay no one ever wants to pay more I do not want to pay how much was petrol when I was driving before COVID it was about 147 a litre for diesel and now it's back up to 181 again I don't want to pay £1.81 for a litre of diesel but I have to that's just the way it is. I can't get it for any cheaper than that where I live. Even all the way up to where we are now. 181 is the cheapest between Hyde and Poulton. I've seen it around here at like 187. So I, I'd, I've got no option but to pay the 181 at this moment in time until it drops again, which hopefully will end up dropping again. But it's one of those things like you, it, it's never going to get so cheap that I think this is outrageously cheap. I'm going to fill it up and take a load of jerry cans, cherry cans, whatever the fuck they're called, fill all them up and I'll just harbour them all in my back garden. It's never going to happen. Uh, how much per month? Sorry, uh, I just buy a year of CD keys. We don't know. We don't know. They said it may end up getting increased, uh, but they don't, they've never give uh, a price on it. But even if there was to whack two or three quid on top of it, I still think it's outrageous value for money. Like it would take you forever to go in and complete every single game in that catalog, or at least in the genre of games that you play to be able to go through and complete them all. It would take you forever, and it would cost way more if you was to go out and buy the game. So I still think that you're getting outrageous value for money. I just we we just don't know how much that they're going to end up pricing. It for if it's like an extra eight quid on top then that's outrageous adding eight pound on top of anything is outrageous it just needs to be tasteful and i believe the way that they've looked after this in the past and the way that is managed to sandwich itself in to the the topic of conversation at any corner i don't believe that they will end up um charging stupid amounts of money for it i reckon it'll just be te 10 people at two pound do you know what i mean like if you was to pay two pound, everyone was to pay two pound extra, they'd make a fuck ton of money off of the back of that. It wouldn't just be right. We need to make an extra ten pound. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like that. They'll just say right, okay, it's two pound on top of everything, and we'll just get the two million people that are currently investing in it. It's a lot of fucking money. Do you know what I mean? Um, afternoon, Bibi says Gagad. Afternoon, sir. How are we doing? Um, but yeah, that's. I, I think it will, unless it begin, it becomes stupidly uh, expensive. I do believe it will probably always be the best value for uh, value for money in video games because PlayStation have tried to replicate it and got nowhere close. Still, I don't think they'll ever release their day one games on on their uh, PlayStation and Game Pass equi uh, equivalent. It'll never happen. Um, but I'll tell you what will happen. The very next uh, story here. And speaking of PlayStation, this is actually quite a nice article for us to be able to jump into. It's usually something we'll push towards the end, but I've not I've not formatted my tab uh, my tabs correctly. Um, so we'll jump in with this one. November's PlayStation Plus Essential Games have been confirmed, and is it Noah or Neo Two? 
I can never, I never remember how they pronounce that. I'll go Neo. I'll go Neo 2 and Lego Harry Potter Collection are among the free games this month. And Heavily Bodies is just lingering down there. <laughs> uh, so this has been written on VGC by Andy Robinson, sorry. And Sony has officially announced that November's 2022's free PlayStation Plus Essential Games following a leak earlier this week. As expected, the new batch of games include Noah 2, the PlayStation 4 and PS5 versions, Heavenly Bodies, PS4 and PS5, and also Lego Harry Potter Collection on the PlayStation 4. These titles can be downloaded on PlayStation Plus Essentials Extra and Premium members from Tuesday, the 1st of November. So this is your PSA. That's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 is still currently the game, I think, for this month. So get in there and get that if you haven't already. Uh, PlayStation Plus Essentials is a new name for the PlayStation Plus subscription service where PlayStation players get access to a few free games a month. Um, you all know this. We don't need to continue going into this one. Uh, October's PlayStation Plus Essential games are still available to claim. They are Hot Wheels Unleashed, Injustice 2, and Super Hot. Oh, actually, so you've missed Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. They've just left that one in there for, I imagine, no reason. Um, so, yeah, Hot Wheels, Injustice 2, and Super Hot are on PlayStation 4 right now for you to be able to log in and claim keep that one for yourself um timeless says yeah neo i believe it is okay fantastic um so yeah lego harry potter collection i was actually looking at picking that up i did see that i mean i'm not a massive harry potter fan as it is but i do love lego games they always have like a particular sense of humor which definitely resonates with me um with lego batman being like one of my favorite animation type films absolute dynamite so yeah i was looking at getting that so that's an even bigger bonus that we're going to get that one for free um so yeah if you do have a playstation 4 account and you do have playstation plus go in get them games collected because you'll have some more next thursday or next tuesday sorry So, moving on to our third article of the day then. Written on Eurogamer by Ed Nightingale, and he says that CD Projekt Red announces remake of the first Witcher game. So you can see there, that's the announcement uh, asset that they, that they provided yesterday. And it says CD Projekt Red has announced a full remake of its first Witcher game is now in production. Early this month, the de a developer unveiled its forthcoming plans. Let me just, oh, I can't pause it because it's a stupid bloody ad. Oh, it's going to take me to the ad now. No one cares about your stupid ad. Oh, I paused it. I've managed to pause it. Um, earliest month, the developer uh, unveiled its forthcoming plans, including a Witcher project called Canis Maras, uh, Majoris by a third party. It turns out that the remake of the first Witcher game developed by Fool's Theory with supervision from CD Projekt Red. The game has been developed in Unreal Engine 5, sharing the same tool as the new upcoming Witcher trilogy, which is unclear which platforms the game will be released on. The first Witcher game was released on PC in 2007, followed by the Enhanced Edition in 2008. And this is a quote. It says, The Witcher is where it all started for us, for CD Projekt Red. It was the first game we made ever, and it was a big moment for us then. Going back to this place and updating the game for the next generation of gamers to experience is just as big, if not bigger, said Adam Bazowski, head of CD Studio at CD Projekt Red. Collaborating with Fields Fairy on this project was just as exciting and uh, as some of the people there have previously been involved in the Witcher games. They know the source material well, they know how much gamers will be looking forward to seeing the remake happen and they know how to make the incredible and ambitious games. And although it would take some time before we're ready to share more about this from the game, I know it will definitely be worth the wait. And then embedded in the tweet there is obviously the tweet that got put out um, yesterday. I am very happy with my professional paths that have crossed again with fellow developers from the time of working together on The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3, especially when it's a remake of the project that is so close to our hearts, says Jacob Rozak, uh, CEO of Fool's Theory. 
We are excited to join forces with CD Projekt Red and our goal is to give players another great game from the iconic Witcher series. Phil's Theory is a Polish developer that provided support on RPGs like Divinity Original Sin and Baldur's Gate 3. There is still no news though on a date as to when the Witcher 3 will re-release for PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. I'm interested in this because I played the original Witcher. White Kwasowski, says Graham, absolutely. Um, I played the original Witcher and it plays nothing like The Witcher 3. So I don't know whether or not this is going to be like what they did with Grand Theft Auto, where they ended up remaking it so that it's a lot more modern in the controls and the combat because I don't know whether or not if they end up going back to the old combat system that will alienate a few people. That's my biggest fear with this because obviously they're not giving us a... I mean, my biggest my biggest fear with this... Well, no, not my biggest fear. My biggest thing with this is that they're only telling you that it's coming. I hate that stuff. Show me something. If you're going to tell... If you're going to show me that you're creating a game that everybody... Well, I say everybody adored people probably didn't start playing The Witcher till The Witcher 3. They may have played some of the second one, but I don't know many people, myself included, that played the original Witcher at the time because it was a PC only. Uh, game that came out a lot of people particularly my age back then in 2007 I was 16 we I didn't have a gaming PC I had an Xbox 360 do you know what I mean I was playing everything on my Xbox 360 the, the PC never got to I had a PC it could run football manager that was it and to be fair at the time I was playing a lot of my football manager on my Xbox 360 so for people to go back after seeing it, thinking, bloody hell, we've played The Witcher 3. It's one of my favourite games of all time. Never really gone back and played the first one. I never played it at all. And then to find out that the combat is completely different and the way it plays is completely different to what you're expecting. I don't know whether or not they are going to change that up to be like what they did with Grand Theft Auto, where they just modernised the controls to be more like The Witcher 3. I feel like that would be a very smart move. However, it will piss off the people who originally played The Witcher 1, who probably preferred that combat style over The Witcher 3. So it's an interesting, very interesting concept that they're going to have to do with this one. My biggest issue is that they're saying that it's coming. They're announcing that it's happening. I don't care about that. If you're going to announce something, show me something. I don't want to see a still still asset saying the witcher remake i'm not asked about that i'm happy that it's happening but at least show me something at least show me something <laughs> because then i can get even more hyped about it if you're saying yeah it's going to arrive we don't know when we don't know what it'll look like and you guys won't be able to see it for a while who's asked mate I'm just telling you guys because it's part of the news do you know what i mean you can make of that what you will if you want to get hype about it you can get hype but as it stands and I'm happy that it's happening. I just don't know what it's going to look like. What's again? What's the combat system going to be like? What graphically are we going to, are we going to be looking at? I have a lot of questions. I'm sure they'll be answered in in, in due course. I just need to see more. Like it, come at me with like twenty percent of the game. Like I don't care if it looks buggy as shit. Just show me something. Show me what you show me what you're what you're proud to be promoting. How can you be proud to say that we're remaking this game at this moment in time and none of us know what it looks like? Like, I need to see, we need to see something from, even if it's the most CGI advert that they were going to put. I don't care. I just want to see something from it. I don't like announcements like this. I, I don't know. Yeah. 
I can't. I cannot be the only person that thinks like this. Is what I'm saying. Like it just feels like it's just a novelty announcement, just to try and get CD projects back into people's good books again, which they absolutely are at this moment in time. Like I've never. Cyberpunk is absolutely creaming it out there. Twenty million copies sold, and they've had one million people playing that game or logging in every single day for the last thirty-five days. That is a turnaround, my friends. I am super happy for them. I'm happy that they've managed to patch the game to a degree where they're proud to be able to stick it back out there for 45 quid again rather than it being a bargain basement 10 pound at the tills purchase i'm happy that they've managed to turn all that stuff around the stock is good again for cd project red i don't think that this was the timing for this though i don't believe it is it, I, I, it probably won't take much convincing for me to be convinced otherwise from first inspection i'm just like I'm happy that you're bringing it out again. I'm happy, but I need to know. We need to know more. It can't leave this knocking around for the next four years. Do you know what I mean? People will be disappointed. But anyway, I'm glad that I'm glad that we're starting to see more from or with that that The Witcher ones re being remade, and it'll probably be on home consoles as well as PC consoles. So expect to see a massive influx of. Uh, I, have they started to do it because like The Witcher season three is coming out at some point? Like, are they going to tie it all together? Like, Timeless has said The Witcher 1 was bad. I don't think it was bad. I don't. I just don't think it's what people expect now from it. I imagine back then it, people was absolutely loving it and then Witcher 2 and 3 came out and they're like, fucking hell, why does it look like this? Why does it play like this? Different, different, uh, different strokes for different folks. And uh, I don't know which path that they're going to go down with this one. Uh, sorry, I mean, combat-wise, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, for the game, I'm, no one knew any better at the time. No one knew any better when that game came out originally because there was nothing else to compare it to. So I, it went down a storm from what I, from what I've read. I say recently, when I started playing it myself, maybe two years ago, like I enjoyed what I played from it. But obviously, it's a completely different game. Or which which two is? So no one knew any different. But now the combat's completely different. What are they going to do with that? Are they going to appease the old players? Or are they going to try and make it more modern? These are big questions that need big answers. So. Anyway, we've got one more news story for you guys uh, left for today. And it's a nice one. I like this. I think this is definitely going to change the tide for a lot of people as to whether or not they may have been sitting on the fence. But I do believe this is definitely one that will get you off of it. Get them splinters out your ass. And it's the fact that the game is stating Joshua Robertson is saying that Deadpool is coming to Marvel Midnight Suns in 2023. Deadpool with DLC along with Venom, Morbius and Storm. Uh, the release of Marvel Midnight Suns is less than two months away and Fire Axis is already showing fans what is cooking for the game's post-launch DLC. You may recall that Deadpool recently took over Midnight Suns social media accounts in order to force his way into the game and it looks like his campaign was a complete success as the Merc with a Mouth will be joining them at some point in 2023. Revealed during Marvel Midnight Suns gameplay demonstration on Twitch, Deadpool will be one of the four heroes joining the team next year as part of the game's season pass. Deadpool will be the first hero to drop, followed by previously revealed heroes Venom, our saviour Michael Morbius, and then Storm. If you want to grab the season pass for Deadpool with it, you can either get the legendary edition of Midnight Suns or you can buy it as a standalone. While the addition of four new heroes is probably enough for some of you to go all in on the season pass, these post-launch DLC packs contain new story missions involving the purchased character, along with new skins 
skins and fancy outfits. The season pass also nets you a bunch of skins for characters like Iron Man, Captain America, Blade, uh, and Blade that will be available right from launch. Release dates of these heroes were announced, but they will drop at some point in 2023. Thankfully, we don't have to wait for that main game, though, as Marvel Midnight Suns is set to launch on December 2nd, a day before Graham's birthday. It, funnily enough, it doesn't actually say that in this article, but you guys should know that by now. Um, the game will launch on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, with a Nintendo Switch port planned for later down the line. In other Marvel-related news, Marvel Snap is now the new hot superhero property at the moment, and the game's chief development officer, Ben Brood, recently revealed how the Quicksilver card replaced a long-standing card game staple, the Mulligan. Don't know anything about that, so I don't know why I've just ended up reading that. But in turn, Midnight Suns, Deadpool... What are we saying? I mean, this game I was going all in anyway. I cannot wait to be able to play this one. It was a shame that it got delayed, but I, when this comes out, I think we're meaning this. Do you know what I mean? I think this is the game that we've been waiting for. I'm so happy that we're going to be getting something like Deadpool being put into this one. Obviously, we're not going to be getting a Deadpool film for a while. I think that's maybe another two years away. I can't remember. The, the trailer came out like a month ago, and I'm sure it said 2024 on there. Uh, I could be wrong. It could be late next year. But either way, I am super looking forward to seeing more Deadpool in a game like this. I believe that this is tailored towards his his sense of humour with the likes of Blade being put in there as well. I definitely think that uh, Blade, Wolverine and Deadpool in the same game. This is going to be terrific, man. Like, the story's got to be good. The writing's got to be good. And I have high hopes for this one. I believe it's going to be a fantastic game. And it's definitely one that I will be streaming on this channel. Whether or not I end up streaming at all, I don't know. Uh, but I definitely will be giving you guys a glimpse as to what this game be, can be like. Like, XCOM Tactics with, like, Hearthstone card elements or Dicey Dungeon or whichever. Insert card game here and throw it in. Oh, mate. I can't wait to see more of it. I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to get stuck in. I can't wait to see what the, all the what all the, the, the baddies are going to be and what are cool things that we can end up coming out of this game. It's definitely one of my most hyped ones this year. And I again, I keep on saying it, but I can't wait to see more of it. Uh, but that, ladies and gentlemen, is it for today's episode of The Scoop. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. I know it's only a short one. It is a dollop, but I would rather go live for 45 minutes than to not go live at all. That we obviously we have been able to do for uh, that. We haven't been able to do for the last couple of days because we are so busy. But we will be back again tomorrow. Probably not going to be at 10 a.m. because, again, we are super, super busy at this moment in time. It will just be a case of uh, we've got half an hour now. Yep, okay, no problems. We'll get stuck in then. I will always do the news in the morning though. So if you do see anything coming in overnight that you want us to talk about, that you guys want to have your thoughts and opinions on, that you think would be a suited, an article suited for this show, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there. But all we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at some point tomorrow, maybe even... 10 a.m. Um, but do stick around though we're going to raid one of our friends if you do stick around it's about 250 sprinkles I think it is so if you do want to stick around you'll end up going over there and you'll probably end up making someone's day too which is obviously what we want to be able to do um, so yeah stick around we'll send you over right now and as always there's one thing that we want you to do and that my friends is to stay frosty